Hi, my name's Christina. Welcome to the Authentic Action Podcast. As a core energy dynamics specialist, I am super passionate about helping people find ways to master and maintain their energy from the inside out. Right here, I'll be sharing powerful insights, discussing a wealth of ideas with a whole host of fellow seekers, sharing tools and tips on how you can master your energy and thrive in your life. Welcome to episode two of the Authentic Action podcast, where I delve deeper into energetic mastery and help you begin to understand the fundamentals of the power we all have within us to shift our energy and therefore begin to energize ourselves from the inside out. In this episode, I'll be exploring the basics of what energy and mastery is, why harnessing it can be so powerful, how it can benefit you in your life, and then stay tuned until the end where I'll be sharing the first powerful steps you can take to start practicing your own energetic mastery. So let's start. What do the two terms energetics and mastery actually mean? Well, let's start with energy. Get ready. Here comes the science part. Before I continue, I will add a disclaimer here. I'm not a scientist. I am merely a curious researcher of energy. Here, I want to share the simplest way to help you understand your energy for your later and greater understanding of how it relates to your human experience of energy and importantly, how you can begin to harness it. So here goes. Quantum physics says that everything is made out of energy. Essentially, it's the fuel of the universe, the building blocks of life. The universe is made of energy and so are we. We are energetic beings made up of trillions of tiny cells, all vibrating at different frequencies. When you think of the universe and all of the planets in orbit, the solar system, the gravitational pull that the sun and the moon exert on the earth, you know, to create things like day and night, changes in season, the weather systems and, you know, the tidal changes of our oceans, we can start to understand the power of these individual waves of energy. And you can start to think about what other invisible forms that there are. So sound waves, radio waves, um, our brains emit waves. So we have different um, waves of consciousness. So the frequency um, between when we are asleep to when we are fully conscious and awake um, has different frequency. So you could say that each of us are our own little planet governed by electrical impulses from our biology, our physiology and our neurology. We orbit together in the same collective universe that we call reality, all radiating and receiving waves of energy. And everything has an energetic field. 
So when you think about the giving and receiving, do you remember at school, maybe you when you learned about electromagnetic fields uh, and you looked at uh, the field of a magnet? that you know you sprinkle the iron filings around that magnet and it shows you the north pole and south pole and the energy field that then appears um by sprinkling those iron filings you know everything actually has an electromagnetic field because everything is energy remember and we too have electromagnetic fields so what we actually give off so what we radiate from ourselves we also then receive so it's it's one in the same so the for the purposes of energetic mastery it's really our cellular response to energy that matters here those trillions and cells in our bodies are the most efficient transmitters and receivers of energy so why is all of this significant? Well, if everything is energy and we are made of the same stuff as the universe and everything in it, then we can begin to understand that we actually have the power to harness our own personal energy by becoming more aware of it and how it affects us. So on a person-to-person -person level, we bring it down from the macro, like, hugeness of the universe right the way down to uh, our human experience, then you could say that as human beings, our energy introduces us before we speak. How, may, may you ask? Well, um, it comes from the thoughts that we think, the feelings that we feel, and the behaviours and actions that we take. Everything as human beings, as we are energetic beings, remember, has an energetic consequence. So think about it from, from this point of view, that actually uh, you have different types of energy. You have high frequency, so remember those waves, high frequency energy, and then lower frequency energy. And that will depict on when what you then attract to you, because like energy attracts like energy, which is one of the universal laws of quantum physics. And similarly, um, you know, whatever, wherever you're radiating with greater awareness of that, you can actually start to intentionally pull what you would like to happen to you. So I'm going to just create a bit of a step change now. As we, you know, are born into this world and from being very small when we grow up, we are emotionally, mentally and behaviourally conditioned by our outer world. So this includes, you know, our parents, uh, who, whoever was bringing you up, our social setting, uh, what country we're in, you know, all of these external influences affected the way that we then began to perceive the world and perceive ourselves in the world. All of which really then creates patterns of behavior, kind of like programs, like a program run on a computer. These patterns with repetition become hardwired into our subconscious mind that ultimately forms our personality which is who we think we are. 
sometimes who we think we are can be seen as an illusion, a trick that our minds play on us as we behave from our behavioural conditioning that was programmed into us between the ages of three and seven years old. The great news is that as we are in adulthood, um, there's greater research that suggests um, neuroplasticity, which is the flexibility of the brain, and that we can actually, with greater awareness and some other practices, begin to reconfigure and reprogram our brains, and thus our behavior and therefore our energy. These are all interlinked. So consider, you know, really when you kind of are learning to walk or when you're learning to um, drive a car, the actions when you're learning are very conscious. So you're thinking about um, what foot to put in the other. You're thinking about when you're learning to drive, what gear am I in? What gear do I next need to be in? The balance of the clutch and the accelerator, it's all very cerebral. It's very conscious thought, a lot of effort goes into to learning those tasks. Think about that actually, once you repeat those tasks again and again and again, then it becomes hardwired and then shifts from our conscious brain into our subconscious and therefore becomes automatic. Um, you may have heard the, the phrase, you know, running on autopilot. How many times have you been maybe driving somewhere and you've arrived at your destination and you forgot how you even got there. So it's so much on autopilot that you are not consciously thinking about how to drive or even sometimes worryingly where you're even going and how you got there. This is all showing the power of the subconscious mind. Now, as part of that and as part of how energy interplays in our human experience, because as I've mentioned, thoughts become feelings, become actions. Now, we all as human beings have this fantastic kind of inner GPS system that affects our vibrational frequency that we're transmitting. So remember all those trillions of cells that we're made up of? Well, we all have this amazing thing that is known as our emotional guidance scale or guidance system. You see, our emotions are actually energy in motion. And as humans, we obviously experience a wide range of emotions from sadness to anger to pure joy and everything in between. Each emotion carries a different vibrational frequency which ultimately influences the way we sense, react, or respond to our life experience. So everything here has an energetic chain reaction, a consequence, that if we're not conscious to that chain reaction, it can remain seemingly unknown and unconscious. Uh, each of us thinking that we're, what we're experiencing is normal and we don't tend to question it. But actually, as, as I'll go on to explain, the quality of your thoughts does actually have an impact on the way that you feel and then the behaviours or actions that you take. And so 
actually we and in my opinion we massively underutilize this bit of kit that we have to help us bring awareness to what's actually going on so as well as everything being energy everything is also about perception so how we see things really looks um, and is governed by our conditioning that hard wired um, behavioral conditioning from when we're when we're young and as we grow we then see the world based on what we were brought up to believe to be true what values we have you know what is determined as good behavior bad behavior and all the rest of it but actually we don't see things as they are we see things as we are so it's a reflection you might say of you know the lens through which we're looking at the world and ourselves which creates our reality so how we perceive things to be is actually just a very personal view from our very personal filter based upon our behavioral conditioning which is different for every individual i hope you're still with me <laughs> so for this um there are you know you could categorize the types of energy that we experience through our thoughts feelings and actions as either anabolic or catabolic so catabolic energy is a term that describes kind of heavier um energy that is uh, as we experience it draining uh, maybe collapsed energy so it's the breaking down the separation of things energy so um yeah, I'll go into further detail as we go along. Anabolic energy is essentially the opposite to that. It's essentially a lighter energy. So it's more uplifting, more expansive. It's the growth energy, the um, energy that creates life um, that is ultimately constructive. So every thought, every emotion and every belief is either got a catabolic um, kind of density to it or an anabolic trace to it, or it could be a combination of the two. And depending on how we interpret that thought, that feeling, belief or experience, is going to then have a particular outcome. So thoughts, emotions and beliefs that are healing um, and move us towards a feeling of fulfillment and success could be more anabolic, whilst those emotions and thoughts and feelings that are more uh, counterproductive and more break us down and may not make us feel very great, so injure ourselves ultimately, are catabolic. So we are responsive, we're wired to respond um, it's part of our evolutionary makeup. Um, we have um, a stress response um, that is the limbic part of our brain, which is the very top of your spinal cord. It's the most, um, the kind of most early part of our brain as it was formed, as we evolved in the human beings we are today. And often when we go into that stress response, you'll have heard of the um, fight, flight or freeze syndrome, that is when our 
you know, biology and our physiology and our neurology are all wiring together to ultimately have us survive, have us um, continue to evolve and procreate and, and, you know, create new life. That is what we're wired to do. Now, that served us, obviously, as, as we evolved um, to get out of danger and to make sure that we do survive and go on to reproduce and the population has grown. Today, our stress reactions can be altogether a different matter. Not particularly life or death, but they could trigger the same stress response um, that has the same kind of effect on our minds and on our bodies and therefore gives us the experience. So you might say that a stimulus, so something that happens, plus catabolic energy, so that destructive energy, equals a catabolic stress reaction, which feels like ugh, horrible, okay? Conversely, you've got a stimulus plus anabolic, creative, constructive energy equals an anabolic reaction, which feels ah, lighter, doesn't feel as as the, the very much that you are at the effect of things, that you actually have an option to reduce your stress. And that's what we're going to get to. So something happens, right? Because you've got stimulus and then you've got a space and then you've got response. So it's actually how we approach our energy and our awareness to it that brings about an opportunity for us to look at things through um, a catabolic lens of energy or an anabolic lens of energy. And ultimately, how this is going to, you know, being able to do this, how this is going to change your life and change the way that you live is that it's going to reduce the amount of energy that you drain by creating a feeling of overwhelm, of tension, of anxiety. And instead, there are proven ways that you can start to reprogram your brain to have a different kind of response, so a lesser catabolic response and more of an anabolic response. So you have less of a reaction and more of a power to respond. Okay. So in summary, we are energetic beings made of the stuff. And everything is energy around us, from our physical beings to the greater universe and everything in between. We have the power to generate different types of energy from within us. So we get to choose with practice what is catabolic and anabolic. And knowing that with the blend of those energies, we can create our experience through our perception of ourselves and the world around us through the thoughts we think, the feelings we feel, and the actions that we take. So now let's talk about mastery. So we've talked about energy. In the realm of energetic mastery, what does mastery really truly mean and, and how can we practice it? Well, as human beings, there are kind of two approaches that we can take to learning something new. You know, what's our intention behind why we learn something? So the two approaches here could be named as performance approach or a mastery approach. So if we start with mastery, 
an approach of mastery is really uh, about the desire to continually develop, learn and grow. So your focus here on mastery is focusing on the journey, the learning, the actual act of learning and not the destination, endpoint or outcome. So knowing that every experience, whether it's good or bad, um, is actually just an opportunity to learn and grow. Now, conversely, the performance approach, also known as the ego approach, refers to the desire to be the best, uh, be better than somebody else. Um, and it really all focuses on the outcome, on the result, not the journey of learning. You know, and here, if um, our outcome doesn't um, match our expectation, then it can become very stressful. We can have a, a catabolic stress response very easily. So in terms of energy, a mastery approach resonates at higher levels than performance approach does. Because remember, it is all about the more anabolic your energy is, the less stress that you're likely to have. So by focusing on a mastery mindset, then it's actually just all about the journey. And, you know, with life, what is one constant in life? It's the change um, that we all go through in life is just the constant, that we always are learning. We're always learning new things. We never get to the destination of knowing anything, everything. Um, it's just not possible. So why is energetic mastery is so very important. Well, put together the power of energetics and the power of mastery. And what have you got? Well, a huge, huge opportunity to truly live your life at the highest level of consciousness, being at the cause of your life experience rather than feeling at the effect of or, or victim of your circumstance. You've heard me talk about the fact that everything is energy and the powerful ways we interact and respond with being part of our human experience. So begin to consider that the more conscious you are of your thoughts, how you're feeling, then you can actually begin to rewire your brain. So this is really the first step of energetic mastery. It's observing yourself. You are not your thoughts. That um, narr narrator in your head is not you. It's a part of you, but it's not you. It's part of your behavioral conditioning. So by becoming a more aware of your thoughts and um, really tuning into, ah, oh, my, my brain is telling me this. It, oh, is that true? Is that right? And, you know, part of the practice of doing this, of becoming more of an observer as opposed to a believer of your thoughts, that you can actually start to take more notice and listen, but with objectivity. And by doing this, when you do ultimately come across a, a stimulus that could potentially have some stress reaction attached to it, you can create, with practice of mastery, more and more space to be able to choose your response, whether that be anabolic or catabolic. I'll also add at this, at this point, and I will go on in future episodes to talk about this more, but neither energy is good or bad. 
Um, some there are advantages and there are disadvantages to each of these types of energies. So anabolic and catabolic, we are a blend, a mix of all of them in our human experience. The key here is about our conscious mind. And the more conscious we are of um, our thoughts, our feelings and our actions, the more we can be, at, you know, harness our energy to be at um, the cause of things rather than feeling at the effect of life. So this is a game changer. And it has been for me when you realize that actually you can overcome these negative thought patterns and actually start to reprogram the way that you view yourself and the world at large, um, then, you know, greater power, greater compassion um, and greater success in life and well-being can be yours. So I hope you found that helpful. Um, I cannot wait to share more information on this, um, more tips and tricks as to how you can, you know, further your experience of energetic mastery and, and importantly, help you identify authentic ways that combine your natural nature of who you are with the things that are ultimately going to work for you. And we'll talk about that in future episodes. And I also hope that by interviewing people, you will begin to understand um, how people have integrated energetic mastery in their lives and some of the tools that they've used to, you know, help them um, really um, gain success from, from this mastery um, and ultimately have more well-being in their lives um, and, and a greater control over their, their day to day. So thank you for listening. Um, if you've enjoyed this episode, please um, feel free to leave a comment and to give me a rating. This helps me reach more people because it is my mission to help as many people as possible uh, master their energy, to be able to um, step into their own power um, and create a life of their choosing from the inside out. So um, wishing you all a fantastic week and I will catch you next time on the Authentic Action Podcast. Thanks. Thanks again for taking time to listen to the Authentic Action Podcast. I really do appreciate it. If you want to create your own podcast, I would totally recommend downloading the Anchor app. Not only is it free, but it also makes recording, adding music and editing your audio super simple. Anchor also shares your podcast across a number of different platforms. So why not give it a try today and create your own podcast? 